0: Introduction Do you envy people who go about their lives able to just be themselves? They don't seem to care what they look like, what they sound like, or what others think of them. Bold and assertive, or calm and serene, they appear to have everything under control. Well, this may come as a surprise to you, but things are not always what they seem. No one really knows what goes on in the minds of other people. An estimated four out of every ten of us, mainly but not only women, have problems with self-confidence, ranging from slight nervousness to acute shyness to social phobia, including agoraphobia. It's just that many of these people have learned how to manage their fears. However, for every person who succeeds in overcoming their nerves to speak in public or who is battled through issues of low self-esteem, there's another who isn't managing too well. Some of these people get by, provided they don't actually have to hold a conversation with anyone. Others struggle with alcohol, drug abuse, or depression, and may be too anxious even to leave the house. If you have social anxiety, you are afraid of being the center of attention and having people look at you. You hate the idea of being watched, analyzed, or criticized, and have a fear of embarrassing yourself in front of others. You worry about meeting new people and find it hard to go into stores and restaurants, or even walk down the street. You can't hold a conversation and find it impossible to assert yourself. This book looks at social anxiety and what can be done to resolve it. We'll take a look at why we get anxious and what stops us making progress before examining practical solutions that can help someone with social anxiety learn to overcome their fears. Chapter 1 The Origins of Anxiety We're going to start by taking a quick look at the general subject of anxiety. Then we'll be turning our attention more specifically to social anxiety, where it comes from and how it develops. Because experts believe that knowing the source of our anxiety is an important part of learning to overcome it. Why do we worry? Is it normal? Are humans just programmed to get anxious? well, a certain amount of anxiety is normal. It's linked to fear, usually based on previous experience. If you were mugged after work one dark evening, you'd understandably be anxious about it happening again. So anxiety can be a normal response to a dangerous situation. It can help you avoid the situation you're worried about and prompt you to make arrangements to stop it happening again, like leaving work earlier or making sure you're with someone else. On the other hand, a lot of things we're anxious about have never actually happened to us, and in fact will probably never happen, like being swept up in a tornado or being struck by lightning. We're influenced by what we see on the TV or read in newspapers. And let's face it, many of the things we worry about are so trivial, they wouldn't matter much even if they did happen. Like blurting out something inappropriate in front of others. Or not knowing what to say to people. It's embarrassing, but it's not like it's the end of the world. But sometimes it feels almost as bad. The fear of humiliating ourselves through something relatively trivial, like making a social blunder, can be crippling. This type of anxiety is both pointless and damaging, leading to depression and isolation, eating disorders, alcohol or drug abuse, and even agoraphobia. Doctors refer to this type of extreme anxiety as an anxiety disorder, and if directed specifically at social situations, as against worrying about something happening like being struck by lightning, it's called social anxiety disorder or social phobia. The anxiety factors. So how come some people are happy-go-lucky and others suffer from anxiety? Experts believe that a combination of at least two or three different factors can influence whether you become a worrier, your genes, your parents, and your experiences. Let's take a brief look at each one.